Welcome to the Lightworkers Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Cousins, an embodiment and transformation coach and lightworker in this lifetime. My mission is to help you live an authentic life that is in alignment with your higher self by helping you heal the relationship you have with yourself, food, and your body so you can cultivate self-love, step into your power and confidence, and embody the dream version of yourself. You are inherently worthy and deserve to attract all of your divine desires. With the advice and tools that me and my amazing guests are going to share with you in every single episode, you will soon be able to start living the life you have always dreamed of. Let's elevate the collective consciousness together, one step at a time. Welcome back to the Lightworkers podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share a snippet from a module of one of my past programs with you. And I'm getting very personal and vulnerable in this one because I talk about my past struggles with body image and about how I struggled with loving myself and with the relationship that I had with myself for many years. And I'm going to explain why cultivating self-love and healing the relationship you have with yourself is possibly the most important thing that you can ever do. And I'm going to share my own personal experience and I'm going to talk about two things that helped me with achieving this and that allowed me to accept my body and to improve my body image and that really helped me with loving my body and loving myself and cultivating self-love. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and let's get right into it. This is all about how you can redefine the relationship you have with yourself and with your body and how you can finally start accepting yourself and especially your body as it is, no matter your weight, no matter your clothing size, no matter your body size. So this is what we're going to talk about today in this module. And self-love is something that is very, very important to me. And it's not just important to me. I'm so passionate about this topic because I really, really do believe that self-love is the most important foundation that we need to have in our lives. If we don't love ourselves, then uh, this is going to be reflected in our in our life as well, in our reality. And I personally struggled with this for such a long time. It's absolutely crazy for me now to think back and see how I treated myself and how I treated my body, how I treated myself internally. And it's so... 
I mean, I suppose it's kind of obvious, but I just think it's so interesting how the relationship we have with ourselves and the relationship we have with our body doesn't only influence the relationship we have with food, but it also influences and sets the tone for all our interpersonal relationships and in general for the people and also the situations and experiences that we attract into our life. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that um, just in, in a few seconds, but I really think that we have the power to unlock our self-love again because when we are born we're all we all come from love we all come from the same source we all come from love and i deeply believe that we have the ability to love ourselves and because and i'm i'm saying the ability to love ourselves because i genuinely thought for years that I was simply unable to love myself. I thought it was something that you either have or you don't. And because I always looked at others around me and I just saw how happy they were with themselves and they were so confident and they had such a such supportive friends and family and they were they seemed like they were literally luck on legs. Like they were only attracting amazing opportunities and people into their lives and everything always seemed to work out for them and I never understood why that wasn't the case for me and why I was so miserable with myself and in my life and why I only attracted people into my life that hurt me that backstabbed me and so I have always been a keen observer um, and I observed these people and I started asking questions and started because I wanted to find out what what is the difference here and what I noticed and what really stuck with me is, is that the biggest difference was is that they were truly content and happy with who they were they generally didn't have any problems with themselves they didn't have any issues with food or with body image or with eating they knew exactly they, they knew their worth and that they were deserving and they just that's the reason why they attracted all the right people and opportunities into their life and this is the biggest <laughs> the biggest 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 difference um that I noticed and so this is why I genuinely fought for such a long time because of that that I was unable to love myself and yeah now I I know that we can lock the love we hold for ourselves away for many many years for a long time but we are we are able to unlock that love again and we don't have to be stuck in this place of self-loathing and treating ourselves badly we don't have to be stuck in that place forever and that's what i want to talk about today and 
especially when it comes, like I said, when it comes to a relationship with food, it's it's just incredible how how connected self-love is to our relationship with food because the way we see ourselves and the way we treat ourselves internally directly affects how we treat our body and how we treat our body directly affects how we treat food how we act around food how how our relationship with food is and all of this goes back to what I said in the beginning that I truly believe that self-love is the foundation that we build upon. And if that foundation is weak, then uh, we're at risk of everything else being wobbly. And everything else can fall at any minute. If something externally happens, something outside of us when we internally don't have the right solid foundation, everything that we build upon that wobbly foundation is going to be wobbly as well. And then if something happens on the outside, that's going to trigger us, then it all comes crashing down and we break. And this is one of the most important things I learned is that self-love doesn't mean that you are never ever going to feel shitty again. It doesn't mean that you that all your problems are solved and you don't have to deal with problems anymore. It doesn't mean that you're never going to feel sad anymore. It doesn't mean that you're never going to feel not good anymore. But what it means is that you are unbreakable. You're not going to break. And that is the big, big difference if you love yourself and you know you're worth and you know you're deserving and you know you're loved, no matter what happens in your life, that foundation is rock solid. And it's kind of like you have this core within you that is like rock solid like an avocado. And you can't break. You may bruise, but you can't break. And that is the most important thing to remember is that you are going to have this unshakable foundation of love for yourself and you are never going to break. You may bruise. Again, we are all human. It doesn't mean that we're never going to feel sad anymore, that we don't have problems anymore, but we won't break because of our self-love and self-trust. And that goes hand in hand, self-love and self-trust. And so this is the most important thing that I learned over the years and again it took me many 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 years to finally start loving myself and to figure out how I can actually love myself like I literally just thought if I started thinking positive about myself and my body that was going to help in the beginning but it didn't of course because as we already talked about in the first module that's not just alone thinking positively alone is not going to change your emotions or your thoughts or your actions or, or your behaviors and so I had to learn that the hard way and again it took me a long time to realize how I can actually cultivate self-love how I can unlock the love I have for myself and how I can cultivate it and how I can really build that solid foundation because just to give you an insight on in how I was feeling back then and what I was going through, because I, I really think that this shows very well 
how everything is connected and always coming back to your self-love. Um, I, I always, literally, as long as I can remember, I can go back in my memory to when I was in primary school, it already started. Um, even long before I got bullied, obviously got worse after that, but even in primary school already, I, I always struggled to make friends. I was always kind of like the weird one out. I was like the outsider. I was the, the weird kid who was always reading books and um, immersed in, in stories. And so I was always different. I was always the outsider and I always struggled with socializing and making friends. And that obviously fed into my anxiety as well. And I always resorted to books and stories where literally my best friend, my best friends. And then I don't know why. I mean, now I know why, but at that, at that point, I didn't know why. It kind of developed over the years. So after primary school, then in, in high school, um, I obviously, I, I got bullied as I already shared with you in the last module. And again, I was alienated because of the way I looked, because of how I acted. I was just, again, an outsider. And I just, I just again, I just struggled to form any friendships. I had one friend throughout my whole high school years. I made one friend. And then when I moved away out of the country abroad to study for a year that was the first time where I really forced myself to and again you should never force yourself and that's the lesson that I learned I forced myself to fit in and that didn't go very well because I met all the wrong people attracted all the wrong people into my life I got hot I got backstabbed, people talked badly behind my back, but they were pretending to be my friend. And I just, I have countless stories. I'm, I'm not going to go too into detail, but you get the idea. I just want to paint a picture here. Um, I didn't, I always attracted the wrong people into my life. I had problems with making friends. And when I made friends, they were always backstabbing me, talking back bad about me behind my back. They were never there for me. They never... I was, I've always been so nurturing and I've always been the person to always help others. I'm very selfless and I give and give and give so much. I'm, I'm a huge, I have a huge heart and I, I've come to accept that this is one of my biggest strengths, but also one of my biggest weaknesses. And I had a hard time learning to set healthy boundaries. And this is also another part of self-love that we're going to talk about a bit later, but I had to set healthy boundaries. And so because I I was still very young back then, I mean, I was a teenager, um, and I had to learn the hard way that people, people just took advantage of me because of that, because I didn't love myself enough, because I didn't love myself enough to set healthy boundaries, to prioritize my own wants and needs, to speak up for myself, to voice my opinion. And 
that brings me to such an important point. Everything is built upon your self-love. If you don't love and respect yourself enough, other people are going to take advantage of that and you're going to attract the wrong people into your life. And that was the same not only for friends, but also for men, for boyfriends, or just not boyfriends, but potential boyfriends. It was the same. I, I struggled for so many years and that was something that deeply hurt me because at that point in my life, I wanted nothing more but to to find the perfect boyfriend, like the perfect partner for me. And I always fell for the wrong guys. Always, always. I was always, they always played with my feelings. They were always mostly players that came into my life who had God knows how many other girls on the side. Always made me feel like I wasn't good enough, like I wasn't worthy, I wasn't deserving. Always made me feel so much worse about my appearance and my body especially. And it was just toxic. Everyone that I attracted into my life was toxic until I started changing within myself. And as soon as I started cultivating self-love and I respected myself and I treated myself kindly and with compassion and I treated myself well and I treated my body well, when I started getting out of, of that toxic cycle that I was in for such a long time, I just, all of a sudden, everything around me changed. I started attracting the right friends, people I'm still friends with now. And I'm talking about the kind of friendships where you don't have to talk every single day. With I, I don't speak to my best friends every single day. We don't even live in the same country. But whenever we do meet or we do talk, it's as, 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 as if nothing has ever, had ever happened between the time that we last spoke and and now. And I know I can always count on them. If an emergency were to happen right now, I could call them. They would be there for me. And I never had experienced that, that before in the past. And the same goes for men. I'm now married to my soulmate and my divine partner, quite literally. I, I didn't even expect that anymore. <laughs> Three years ago, I, I had completely given up. I thought, that's it. I'm just not even going to try anymore. And if I just end up alone with dogs, that's fine because I love dogs and at least they're loyal. And then it happened. And so everything changed when I changed within myself and I shifted within myself first. And my life now is just so different to how it was back then, like 180 degree transformation, different. I am different as well. I also had a 180 degree transformation going from being depressed and being anxious, always attracting the wrong people into my life and being at a point where I genuinely, I genuinely didn't think I was, I was going to make it. I, I generally thought it's pointless. What's the point of, of being here? of being alive, going from that point to completely in love with life and with myself and feeling so content and fulfilled and truly happy and just feeling joy and gratitude for the small things every single day and living my life with the right people around me. 
that back then to me that was all I wanted and it was completely it was out of reach and unimaginable to me because again I thought at that time that just simply wasn't possible for me and that I was just different I was just a magnet for all the bad things and that's that that was how I thought back then before I started changing my mindset and reframing my beliefs and my belief system so this really changed everything for me and again I learned and that was the big game changer for me that I learned that if I want to experience changes on the outside in my life in my reality I need to shift within myself first because like I said if you if you don't have that foundation of self-love and and you don't respect yourself and you don't trust yourself and you don't treat yourself well other people are noticing that they can feel it they can see it and they're going to reflect that back onto you and so if you the same goes for how you treat your body and how you act around food i know i know it's different for everyone for me i because i didn't love myself i was always so harsh on myself not just internally but also especially to my body i was never happy with my body shape and how it looked and i always thought i had to in order to be beautiful i had to follow this beauty standard this ideal um, that we're always being that's always being thrown in our face by the media by society especially by social media especially when social media became a thing it made it even worse for me and that's also something that i'm going to talk about in just a second the toxicity of social media and comparison but it, I really completely for, lost focus and forgot what is actually truly important and that is the fact that my body keeps me alive. Literally, our bodies are a powerhouse. They're doing the most amazing things for us. If you actually think about it and you take a moment to think about it, it's just insane. You instantly just feel grateful because your body enables you to breathe. It keeps you alive. Your heart is pumping. It sustains you with energy. It does all of these things for you. And how, how do you thank it? By not being kind to it? By finding fault in it? By punishing it? That's what I did. And that's why I resorted to food as a punishment. Because I didn't feel like my body was good enough. I didn't accept it. I wasn't grateful for it. Because again, I didn't stop for a second to think about what my body's actually doing for me. And I know that this can be so hard because especially when it comes to body image struggles, I know what it feels like. Because when I was really thin I still saw I looked in the mirror and I all I could see was I, I I all I could see was just faults I could see 
so many faults in my body and the way I looked and I could see fat everywhere even though I really was so thin and so skinny and I was unable to see it I had a distorted vision when I looked in a mirror or when I looked at pictures of myself at photos and so I know how hard it can be when you struggle with body image issues particularly because you it's like you have it's like when you go into a a fun house and you have all of these mirrors that make you look completely different to what you actually look like and uh, the way that I over overcame this was by really it, it was because of two things one thing was that I really like I just said I really really thought about why I should be thankful and appreciative of my body. And a huge thing that I had to face and overcome that went hand in hand with that was the comparison part that I'm just going to talk about after this. So I had to get over always comparing myself to others and I had to shift my focus back on to my actual body and what it does for me and how thankful I can be for my body and treat it better than I was treating it because at the end of the day like we talked about in the last module we want to nourish and sustain our body with energy we want to nourish it well we want to fuel it we want to be healthy and active and have energy and so if we treat our bodies in a bad way if we treat it negatively it's not going to make anything better. It's just going to make you feel so much worse. Not just physically, but also emotionally and mentally as well. And that was the one thing that I focused on and that I shifted. And then the second thing was that I really, and this was so hard, but so powerful, powerfully healing, but I really forced myself to don't look away because I can almost guarantee it's the same for everyone who struggles with body image. You can't, you can't stand to look at yourself. I couldn't. Like I said before, whenever I did, all I could see was just faults. And I just broke down crying and... It was the worst. And so I couldn't stand looking at myself and I just avoided it at all costs. But when I shifted this and I forced myself, I pushed myself, forcing is the wrong word. Again, I'm not a fan of the word forcing. I pushed myself to confront myself with my image, my mirror, my mirror, the mirror, the image of me in the mirror. And I just simply took it all in. I looked at myself and my body and this is called mirror work by the way and there is this is an action prompt I'm going to talk about later for this module which is very very powerfully healing. It's so hard but it was a true game changer for me because by confronting myself with looking at myself actually seeing myself for who I am that completely shifted 
how I saw things. It shifted my point of view. It shifted my vision. Because you start seeing yourself for who you actually are. And then your distorted vision vanishes. Poof. Because it's not just about your external shell anymore. It's about so much more. The more you actually confront yourself with yourself, with looking at who you are, the more you start to love yourself. Because you get to see past the point of all that superficialness. Because it's not just about your face or your body. This is just a shell. It's about who you really are. That's what matters. And that's what you get to see. And this is what's over, over, often overlooked. Especially when it comes to how we see ourselves and how we view ourselves. Because we, most of the time, we look at ourselves from the angle and the perspective of someone else. From someone else that hasn't treated us so well. We're quick to accept their point of view, but we don't look at ourselves from our own perspective. We don't look at ourselves from loving eyes. And once we do, everything changes. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and if you get a lot of value out of this podcast then you would absolutely make my day if you could leave me a five-star rating so that my content is able to reach even more people who need it. Thank you so much for all your support, love and light to you and I'll see you in the next episode.